Hi, it's Zoe, and welcome to episode six of the Project You series. Today, we're talking about personal manifesto. This is such a cool one. Okay, let's do it. I got first introduced to this notion of manifesto by Charlene Lee, who was a guest on the podcast uh, late last year, and I love it. It's such a fascinating thing. It's basically a collection or a few phrases of mottos we choose to live by. As leaders, this is incredibly important. You know, what is your personal code? And when we know that, it can help us operate more authentically and be in greater service to those around us. Uh, she gives some great examples, and uh, Gretchen Rubin is another one who does a great job of exploring manifestos. So if you Google her, and she's got a manifesto for everything, for customer service, for uh, happiness, etc. And it's really, it takes a little bit of work to get some pithy phrases that can be your code. I thought one of the useful ways to help you think about developing your own personal manifesto is to apply it against the values. So in our previous session, we went through um, the value spiral of spiral dynamics and the different stages of values development. And I would encourage you to develop your own personal manifesto against the value set uh, because they're part of us anyway. You might as well have a summary phrase of that. So I thought today what I'd do is just give you an example of the ones that I'm working with in, in for me and you can go ahead and develop your own. So starting with the beige level of survival, that's a whole set of values. Uh, what we can, this is about getting our basic needs met, you know, food and shelter. And from a manifest, personal manifesto point of view, when I looked at this, I thought the phrase that would work for me or the code that would work for me is, I have enough, I am enough. And in the reflection of what is enough, I think it's, it's a powerful reflection. And from a survival point of view, we don't need that much. And I think that's really useful to remember, particularly if we're operating from a center of gravity of orange, which is about wealth and striving and winning. And to remember that we are enough and we have enough is particularly grounding. So the next, uh, the next level is the purple stage of belonging. And this is a primal safety need as well. It's about being part of a group and we feel safe and nurtured here. So from my personal leadership manifesto, there is this. Everyone has a right to belong. And my job as leader is to help them know and feel that they do. Belonging is non-negotiable. However we might disagree, disagree that is not up for discussion. So I love this as a concept, and it's really important when I'm working with teams as well, is that membership of this group is non-negotiable. You are all part of this team. You may disagree, and yet you all have a stake in it. I think that belonging piece makes it safe for disagreement, and it makes it, um, you argue about the, the better things, as opposed to are you in or are you out, and defaulting to tribalism, which is not a healthy aspect of this stage of values uh, development. So for the next one, which is the red stage of power, and this is about exercising personal responsibility, privileged responsibility indeed. And the exhilaration of discovering power can lead us astray. And guess what? Heads up, secret insider listeners hear this first. My next book is going to be all about power. It's super fascinating what I've been discovering. 
In any case, here's my manifesto or my mottos for around power. Uh, the stronger I am, the more gentle I become. And I borrow this from martial art martial artists, martial arts practitioners who know that the better they get at being able to in I don't know, express violence is the more reluctant they are to do it. They have no need to do it because they are so strong. And I love that. The more the stronger I am, the more gentle I become. And from the ancient Romans, I love this, reminding their generals as they led into a tribute in Rome to be wary of hubris. This is the motto I like. Remember, you are mortal. So it's a big rein in around hubris and arrogance. The next level of values development is order, the blue stage of order. Um, and this is, a, this is one that when I did my values profile, it came out so low. <laughs> Clearly, I have some issues with order and process, and yet it's such a valuable thing to implement. I need it in business. Uh, I need it as a law-abiding citizen. So my personal manifesto when it comes to order is this. There is no one right way to do things, but there might be better ways. And that's my concession to some arguments I have with my husband about the best way to do laundry. <laughs> he has his way, which according to him is the best way. I have a way, may not be the best way, there might be better ways. And that's sort of my lean into order, you know, there is some value in it. The next values uh, development stage is wealth, that's the orange stage. And this is about abundance and uh, competition and achieving. And I adopt this motto from Tony Robbins, which is, are you achieving to be happy or happily achieving? because achieving to be happy is certainly a trap of the wealth achiever stage. Absolutely. It becomes all about hitting the goal as opposed to the process. And that axiom, and it's about the journey, not the destination, is another one that would be suitable here for me. We're heading now into the social stage of values, the green layer, the cloying stage, which is about equality and inclusion. And the motto I have from my manifesto is, each human being is fighting a battle we can't see. When in doubt, be kind. So this is a reminder not to be judgmental, to be accepting, and to really consider the humans around us. Uh, innovation, the yellow stage of values is next. And this is about creativity and contribution and innovation and new ideas and complexity and that kind of fun stuff. And my key insight here is dive, don't surf. The idea is to go below the surface of an issue and challenges and look at the systemic drivers for what's there. It's something I work with all the time when I'm doing strategy sessions with leadership groups. And the last value stage and the last piece of our manifesto is this, uh, is the turquoise stage around balance. And this is where my thinking around being wise and compassionate, which I borrow from Cindy Wigglesworth, the author of SQ21, The 21 Skills of Spiritual Intelligence. There's a bit of surrender in this one. And uh, I borrow this motto from a former client, John Dimagenik. And I love it. it. It helped him survive complexity. And this is what he adopted, and I've adopted too. Everything turns out better than expected. Everything turns out better than expected. Now, if I read them through without the explanations, this is what it sounds like. I have enough. I am enough. 
everyone has a right to belong. My job as a leader is to help them know and feel that they do. Belonging is non-negotiable. However we might disagree, that is not up for discussion. The stronger I am, the more gentle I become. Remember, you are mortal. There's no one right way to do things, but there might be better ways. Are you achieving to be happy or happily achieving? Each human being is fighting a battle we can't see. When in doubt, be kind. Dive, don't surf. And everything turns out better than expected. How cool is that for a manifesto? Over to you now. What are your key personal mottos that would guide you as a human and as a leader in the work that you do? I would love to hear about them. Feel free to drop a note at zoe at innercompass.com.au to tell me about it or to share on the podcast Facebook page or anywhere you like, really, but I'd love to hear from you. Uh, if you're enjoying this series, feel free to rate it and give us a review. That social proof really does help a whole ton for getting new listeners. In the meantime, live well, lead well.